Britain is about to witness the birth of robot wars. They're still making final adjustments. Three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome to Activate the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the Hitman. Now that's what I call processing power 2017. It's Robbie Harmlessly. What is up? And we are finally, finally doing our Hall of Fame episode for what we think might be just the first series of 2017. This is really awkward. I guess for the next season I'm just going to have to call it season... 10? Yeah, we won't be able to name it by year because it's getting very muddy yeah. on that. But we can't name it by the way they're naming the series because they're calling this one they've just recorded, the one that's going to air next, mm-hmm. Series 3. But we're going to have a Series 3, old Series 3, that we're going to have to record at some point later. So we're going to have to call it Series 10, the unofficial series name. Wow. Yeah, this is already getting really, <laughs> really complicated, more than it needs to be. Big it was nice time. when it was one a year. But I suppose at the same time, I, I can't complain at more. As long as it's good, I can't complain at more. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're getting Robot Wars on TV in a major slot. It's brilliant. We can't complain about that. More. Two. Three series. Three series a year, please. That'll do. Series. Five. Is, is that how it is? Eight. That, What's is, the plural of series? Is it just series? Siri. Siri. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard the term. <laughs> Siri. It sounds like I'm mispronouncing Siri. Siri. Siri, what's the weather? Like, it's the, nah. Okay. I'm serious right now. I'm totally serious. Now that we've got all of that out of our system, <laughs> let's talk about the Hall of Fame. So, uh, last year, once the show ended, we thought it'd be cool to do a Hall of Fame, which helps as a recap of what had happened uh, across that series. And we can give out some awards and generally just reflect, retrospect. Yeah, we did it at the end of the original series as well. We gave out some awards and Hall of Fame, Hall of Flame, which was originally the Hall of Fire. Until someone came up with something funnier than what we'd done. Yeah, and made more sense. God. So stole that instead. (laughs) Series in general. Pretty different. Everyone's a lot more comfortable now, I think, is the idea. And the words got around. Robot Wars seems to be sticking around for a little while, at least the next couple of years. Mm. So it felt like these guys were taking it maybe a little more seriously. Maybe the Robot Wars crown has become a little more prestigious after last series. Yeah, they found the pocket, really, didn't they? They found just the right way to run the show. It looks great. It feels great. Everyone's having a positive reaction to it. The presenters are a little more into the groove now. Not that they weren't in the first place, but now it feels very natural to them. Yeah, they were enthusiastic before, like in the original series. And now since last year, Dara and Angela, they're more integrated, not just enthusiastic. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference between them and Craig Charles, Dara and Angela. Even if they don't know what they're talking about, it feels like they do more. They integrate very well. Okay, do we just go straight to a first award? Just get the ball rolling? Let's give out like a, ch- a small chunk of awards. That's what we did last time. Yeah. Small chunk of award, small discussion, small chunks of awards. 
small discussion. What a we'll great format. I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Amazing. Go on then. What are we starting with? We're starting with, oh, and just for reference, I've noted down all of the ones we gave out last year as well, as in who we gave them to last year, see how it compares, see if Excellent. anyone becomes two-time winners of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Our first one is for Control. Best Control Award. Last year, this award went to TR2. For obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. That was great. Amazingly yeah. controlled robot. I have gone very predictable, and I'm between Eruption or Carbide. And I have put Eruption. So I think, I think it, we just settled that. Yep, I think Eruption. I think Eruption has better control than Carbide. More because Carbide doesn't need as good a control as Eruption. Yeah, Carbide is 80% the weapon. It's a powerhouse. Exactly. With good control behind yeah. it. Eruption is a good weapon with a lot of good control behind it. And Eruption's uh, flipper would be nothing without the control backing it up. Oh yeah, there's with a carbide, lot of things come to almost gravitate towards the weapon. But with eruption, there was a lot of pinpoint movement just to get it just underneath the opposing robot. And just look at the way it flipped Cherub out of the arena. We just oh, watched some episodes just now, didn't we? Everyone out of the arena, well, other yeah. than like carbide, basically. Yeah, it's getting underneath, knowing that you've got them just right, and then guiding them towards the arena wall, and then just one massive flip, job done. But in quicker time than how you just explained it. And with people shouting all around you. One swift motion, so the opponent doesn't even get a chance to breathe and realise what's just happened. Yeah. Very, very good. Great control. Another flipper gets the um, control award. Because flippers do actually require a lot of control, don't they? A top-performing flipper ends up being a very well-controlled robot. Mm. Next, we go to Overachiever. Now, last time we gave this to Thor, believe it or not. I'm guessing because... It became Zombie Thor, and it pushed and pushed and pushed, maybe. And as an Axe Ah, that is true, yeah. yeah. Axe Bot in a world of flippers and spinners, and yet it just kept pushing its way through the ranks, really. So I guess I can see where we were coming from there, yeah. By today's standards, maybe it wouldn't be, but by the standards for 2016, with the returning show, to have an Axe Bot do so well was overachieving. It was great. In our books. Big time. What have you gone for this year? See, for overachiever, I've put Jellyfish. I put a few like nominees. Mm-hmm. I put Cherub because it was quite. A... It did quite well for what it was. It was a pacifist bot. Yeah. It was a pacifist bot. It was a brick essentially. It was shaped yeah. in a wedge that did very very well. Mm. I also um, gave an honourable mention to Concussion for doing so well for building a drum spinner as their first robot oh. as a heavyweight machine from going from the sofa to the show and getting to the finals exactly doing very very well. Honourable mention, but yeah, Jellyfish, by far. It won a match. It won a, it won a good match. I mean, there was some luck on its side, because obviously um, the drum had been put on backwards, do you remember? Yeah. So, yep. But the fact that Jellyfish got there at all, considering it was a very old school bot, you know, it was built on the cheap, and it was made to be simple, and to represent the way everybody could build a bot if you go out and try. And then it went out and won a match, as if to prove that not only can you just go out and build a bot with what you got in your garage, but you can also still compete. Yeah, and with a unique design as well. Just this flat thing with magnets attached and a weird clamp system. Oh, that was so cool. And it actually worked. It really worked. It, it worked as well as it possibly could have, which is just, it's great. It, it proves everything you just yeah. said. Perfect. Definitely. So congratulations, Jellyfish. Yep. That is well earned. 
underachiever. Now, last year, this went to Razor. Easy choice, yeah, though. Yeah, that was obvious, yeah. Like one of the first robots eliminated yeah. as a former champion and dominating competitor. Mm-hmm. This year, not as easy to give out the no. underachiever award. Everybody brought something to the table. People were more overachieving than underachieving in this series. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. So I went I went with Foxic in the end. Foxic, that's a good choice, I think. It went out very quickly. Yep. Very quickly. And you expect more from the bot. And it could have been bad luck. They had a tough heat and everything. But with that amount of experience, and the fact that it had to have been brought all the way from America to do this, to do the, like, what, like, 20 seconds that it was fighting for. The same thing happened to me last year as well. It was a, yeah. a serial underachiever. Yeah. See, and I, it's a good bot. It's such a good it bot. It is a great bot. Yeah. It's a very good bot that just hasn't had the chance to really show the Robot Wars world what it can do. Exactly. I went with PP3D because they kept killing themselves and losing oh, yeah. to everyone. Yeah. And because there was a huge build up to PP3D because obviously they'd uh, crowdfunded a lot of it yep. and all of the names were on the spinner of the crowdfunding and stuff like that. So I think people were probably bigging up PP3D and then when it came to the actual battles and they had a bit of bad luck, you it's know. like they were just as powerful as they said, which ended up being too powerful for it to handle. Yeah. But I'm going to go with you and say Foxic because PP3D at least got a look in. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. think Foxic is the right choice. Foxic. Really a shame. I really yeah. want to see Foxic do well. I want to see Foxic do well. And I think, how much does Foxic weigh? It's a bit of a lighter bot. About it's maybe 10 to 15 kilos lighter than the rest of them. Mm. Yeah. Maybe a heavyweight interpretation of Foxic or maybe in a lighter weight league, Foxic. I don't know if it... I mean... I can't remember the, the exact weight leagues off the top of my head, but I think it's not gonna, it's too heavy for anything else. Oh man. It's just in that awkward wedge, that awkward bracket. My guess, my guess is the idea is they're not going to put more on Foxic for the sake of making it heavier if they feel it performs well already. Mm. It's quite compact. Mm. So for its size, you know, something that's heavier and smaller feels heavier yeah. because it's small. It's all that weight that's compact. It's very, uh, flat close to the ground maybe if they found a way to use that to their advantage and a reliable self-writing mechanism they could avoid spinners and combat flippers and maybe just find you know their own groove it'll get there i'm confident one day foxic will be winning a match on screen in robot wars it just may take a while but it'll get there i'm sure of it i really want to see it do well one day (laughs) so one of our special weirdly named awards it's mm-hmm. the John Cena Never Give Up Award. Last year given to Thor because Jason didn't give up. He did but not give up. Not even close. I think we're going to end up with the same person. The same person. The same bot. Go ahead. Okay. I've gone with Aftershock. I've gone with Aftershock. Yes! You nailed it! Not give them that award. There were others that really pushed themselves. Oh, absolutely. There were bots that were trying to overcome adversity. That's for definite. But... <laughs> it feels like there are god maybe 10 robots this season that got smashed and still pushed themselves mm-hmm. Apollo did it yep. Sabretooth did it yep. others did it I no doubt about it mm-hmm. but Aftershock I mean the damage they took and the repair job they had the, to do the pressure repair job is one of my favourite scenes from this series Just watching them drag the bot outside to cool it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so crazy. 
watching them about to like tear each other a new one whilst they're arguing over it and oh, it's great. just to get the bot in the arena just to fight on that is what i call never give up yep and if you want to re-watch it little tip put it on 1.5 times speed so it's a little bit faster mm-hmm. put the benny hill music to it and it actually it's great yeah, it's a comedy moment all it's a, a comedy yeah. moment as well you can actually turn it into any kind of moment you want you can yeah. slow it down by 10 percent and put mm-hmm. some really sad music to it and then just fade out at the end as if they lost yeah. and it's as really it's horrible dust in the wind yeah as if they never got back oh and cut someone crying <laughs> you can do anything with that scene it's great yeah I say there are a lot of teams that would have just said it's impossible. We we forfeit. Not aftershock. No. And they ended up, even though in a zombie form, pretty much full work in order. Just looking a bit. Oh battered. boy, were they? For, well, the spinner was still full work in order because that spinner was crazy. I can't wait to see aftershock next time. Absolutely can't wait. Yeah. I feel like they might. They could take it next time. I feel like they are a potential carbide killer. Now they've had the experience of facing carbide as aftershock and of course they'll be thinking carbide in mind when designing the next bot and that's going to be the defining thing about the next series i feel everybody's going to be thinking carbide so you're going to see loads of uh flippers with incredibly thick shells at the front and lots of anti-spinner armor plates that can be removed and put on when necessary maybe flatter bots that can get underneath the spinner but basically, everyone's going to be designing their bot with Carbide in mind. I'm really interested to see what happens to Carbide next season. Please, no one spoil it for us. <laughs> God, no. no. Neither of us attended no. this past recordings this time round, so neither of us know, neither of us want... Well, we want to know, we want to know by seeing it. Exactly. Not by being told. So this is going to be great, because you're going to be able to get involved with the... The League. The Activate really, Robot Wars Invitational. It's the win-win situation. If we don't go... We don't have to spend money going to Glasgow. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> and we true. can both be involved in this. Exactly. League. And if we go, you can see Robot Wars live. It's awesome. But I'm really interested to see what happens to Carbide because I feel like now especially massive target on their back. Especially yeah. in the opening melee, which we won't spoil anything. I know it's, it's pretty much general knowledge amongst Robot Wars fans how the format may or may not be changing. Mm-hmm. And most of the competitors for next season, that's all been leaked and isn't really spoilery but mm. i know the production team like stuff don't like that stuff being leaked early no anyway yeah so we won't talk about that but all things said we could potentially see carbide go out early just because people will be willing to team up on them yeah and do whatever it takes to eliminate them every time carbide's going to be especially in a one-on-one it's going to be one-on-one against a bot that has been designed to try and beat Carbide. And that's going to be the difference. I've heard about what heat they're in and who they're going to be against. I'm really looking forward to it. God. I'm going to say that much. I'm looking forward to it. I really don't know <laughs> if Carbide are even going to make it past the heat. And that's exciting. Maybe one criticism about the 2017 series mm-hmm. is it felt like it was from the start. I mean, you said Carbide last year. Yeah, went, yeah. I think Carbide's going to win it. And they did. Yeah. <laughs> and they did. Eventually, no one came close. Nope. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> it was game over. The thing about Robot Wars is it is a competition. So you can't fabricate drama. This is all literally actual things happening. So ideally, if this was a, you know, a more fictional TV show, then, you know, it wouldn't have been that straightforward. Carbide's winning because it is the best bot and the best bot will win and go through everything. It's a sport. You know, you 
yeah, you know, you can't fabricate what's happening. Carbide's the better bot and it ran through everyone. There's nothing anyone can do about it. The producers were probably like, man, I wish somebody gave it a run for money. But it works well as Carbide's series. This is the Carbide series. Oh, it absolutely was. Yeah. But will next season be the same thing? No, exactly. I'm going to go out on the limb here. I'm going to make an early prediction for the winner of next time. Okay. Okay. I want, I want it to be Aftershock. Yeah. I have a, I just have a feeling Aftershock. I want Aftershock to win. I kind of want Aftershock to get revenge on Carbide for what happened. Yeah. And then take it. I'd like to see Aftershock beat Carbide, mm. really, really what I'm saying. Maybe they won't win the thing, but. If anyone's going to do it, it's probably going to be Aftershock or a flipper, a very carefully designed flipper. I mean, you know, we haven't even spoken about Apollo. Apollo and Eruption are both just going to be better. Yeah. From what I've heard, Apollo is only being upgraded constantly. Oh, that front flipper's got to be immense for the next series. Because Apollo's performance was great. Yeah. Ran through its heat apart from Carbide. And then by the time they got to the grand final where they got wild carded in, there wasn't much bot left to compete. It's a shame. If they were 100% for that grand final, they could have regrouped, focused on some new tactics, yep. and maybe replicated what they did yep. last year. But we'll never know. Uh, should we move on to some more awards? Go for it. Best design. Last year, we went with Pulsar. Yeah, that was a cool design. That Still is, cool. is a cool design. Still is cool. It's yeah. Really cool yeah. machine. Nothing else quite like Pulsar. I like that about it. No. A lot. It's a lot of character in the design for Pulsar. I don't know why, but... Because everything is custom made perfectly for it. The shape is unique. The look's unique. The colour is unique. It's, you know, the black and the the hints of other colours, like yellow and blue, are in there, but it's mostly just this dark grey-black colour. It's almost like he reached into the future and pulled out Pulsar and brought it back. It looks just so alien. It's sleek. It's very, very well designed. It has a signature look to it. Mm. It makes it very easily recognisable in a world full of wedges and spinners based on tombstone. Bar spinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who did you put for this year then? I put either Carbide or Pulsar. Carbide because I can't ignore how good it is. Yeah. Pulsar because it still impresses me. I've gone with, again, Aftershock. That's a really good choice the uppercut actually. spinner i don't know why but it just it was unique because we we're in a world of bar spinners you know flat bars basically and spinners and things oh, to have the uppercut yeah. spinner sort of out there it was just i don't know a bold move and it really did pay off because they did a lot of damage and the bot kept going even when it got utterly trashed i know they had to panic build it together again but the bot still performed and kept going. And I think a lot of that was in part to the design of the bot. I'm going to go with that. I didn't think of them at the time, but I'm on a bit of an Aftershock high for some reason. So, I'm gonna <laughs> so it's go. still in there. Yep, it's, yep. Best That's... design, Aftershock. Being able to be repaired from that damage that quickly shows how good the design is. A bad design becomes hard to repair. That's two awards in a row for Aftershock. It's not bad going, is it? It may not get the next one, though. <laughs> one of our... No. Uh, There's uh, nothing funny or entertaining about Aftershock. It's 100% brutality and precision. So the most fun award... Who did I you give this award. The, <laughs> who did, what were we thinking? Go on, lay it on me. Who did we put last year for most fun? Nuts. So did we create this award just for nuts? Probably. <laughs> 
we just wanted to give an award to nuts and we couldn't think of a reason <laughs> so we invented the most fun award which has got to be the worst name for an award <laughs> ever so, we need to find a we need to at least find maybe an interesting name for the most fun award like the john cena one so mm. maybe i don't know we'll think of something better yeah because at the moment, most fun just comes... Just, mm, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> fond of it. No, most fun. <laughs> most fun. As like, kind of like the... like A picture st- clip art balloons. Yeah. Like, it's just not... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. It's like an award they give out in the office. At like, you know, at the end of the year or something. Just as like a novelty Christmas party thing in a bingo hall somewhere and the most fun goes to janine janine you brought in all of those crackers and cheese that time that was well fun (laughs) (laughs) so uh and you know clip art so (laughs) so so who did you give for most fun this Uh, year jellyfish i see i went with crackers and smash Ah, it's a great <laughs> I thought you, I thought it was a completely easy choice. No. I thought, is it go for jellyfish? I'll go for jellyfish. <laughs> easy. It was easy. Crackers and smash, man. Smashes and crack. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that through when I no. said it. That really came out you worse. You can't really spoonerism that one, can you? No. Um, because <laughs> everybody loves a cluster bot. Is and a cool it was not, it was just, all hell broke loose whenever Cracks and Smash were in there. You were going to say it was nuts, weren't you? you I was going to say it was nuts. You can't say that. You can't say that in Robot Wars context because it immediately goes to something else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you remember one of the cluster bots getting put through a wall? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally got cannoned through a wall. You know oh, what? man. Crackers and Smash should have been contenders for best design because of the way they made it. So it perfectly... The weight perfectly balanced out, yeah. so if one was eliminated, the That's whole thing right. wasn't. That is like maniacal genius, isn't it? Yep. Was it like two, like almost to the the kilo? Yeah. Like to point so if one, kilo. you had to get rid of all of the bot to get rid of the bot, wasn't it? Ah, oh, so clever. So the clusters could literally they were disposable because it didn't matter, and they ended up being disposable when they got hand cannon through a freaking wall. They did really well. Yeah, yeah. But then, like you say, a, a jellyfish again. And the great thing about jellyfish, what made it so fun, was not only that it was absolute balmy off the wall design, but it behind it was just bringing fun back to robot design because a lot of the robots are getting very clinical and practical. Mm. Uh, to come in with something ludicrous that looked like it fell out of a madman's dream, that's kind of fun as well. That's actually a really tough one it to choose between the one. two now. I might. Side of crackers and smash because jellyfish already have an award. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, we can say that they're overachievers. Yeah, <laughs> they're still one of the most fun. But crackers and smash is a good shout. I think. I think that's a really good shout. They were crazy. And next, it's the I wish I saw more award. Last year we have Chompalot, even though we saw the insides of Chompalot. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely saw all of Chompalot. That's. Uh... <laughs> I've got three potential ones here okay well you lay them on me and i will tell you whether they line up with what i've put okay i went with toron rapid and push to exit i went with apex so we all kind of (laughs) we got a lot to talk about so we've got a lot to talk about do you wish you saw more 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 yeah (laughs) who do i wish i saw more problem with more it's too long it is a Dumb name. We can't have some crazy awards. If you put it down to, let me think, if you abbreviate it, I W I S, 
Iwism. 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 The Iwism Award. What was that bot that had something like that? WYSIWYG. WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. (laughs) WYSIWYG. Maybe we should just call it that. The WYSIWYG Award for no reason. For no reason other than it just sounds gnarly. Um, I went with Apex because it, it was not only was it a great bot, but it kind of had quite a bit of prestige behind it as well. So it really should have been getting a bit further. And it got yeah. absolutely nuked by Pulsar, which is really unlucky to be going against Pulsar yeah, it, that early on. And it looked so dangerous, and then it yeah, absolutely sort of wasn't. Well, it was, but it it was a Danby brother, wasn't it? It was a Danby brother. It was a Danby. Yeah. So it had all this prestige and all of this, um, you know, experienced team behind it, and then unfortunately, it ended up in a starting four way that included Pulsar. A fully functioning, fresh off the boat pulsar. Yeah. Yeah. This award is hard to give out because of the amount of robots that get eliminated in that first four way. And you, you no doubt will get good ones. Push to exit went with the flipper being forward flipping as opposed to upward flipping, a bit going a bit different. Oh, that was cool. The, yeah. Yeah. The rest of the world. But then they got, I can't remember which spinner it was, but I'm pretty sure they just got hit by a spinner in the four way. That can be what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Rapid was what? 200 billion pounds or something stupid like that. Oh, is that the one made Super by... Super precision yeah, engineered, yeah. made by a wealthy business person, and it was yeah. all really perfectly done to the point where where they took damage, they couldn't repair it because it needed like industrial equipment <laughs> to make the parts. <laughs> Love the idea behind how much work went into it. Just needs to be refined so it's actually repairable by a couple of people and their spanners, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Toron, because Toron looked awesome mm. with that vertical bar spinning yeah. hammer thing. That looked like it could do so much, and then it just died. I really don't know who to give it to. This award is in place because of the format of the show, mm-hmm. the format of the competition. Maybe if the format changed, things could be different. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that could happen in the future. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's actually a really difficult one isn't it mm. what were your three again push to exit rapid and toron mm. yeah i i feel like any of the four could have been yeah easily contenders if they made it through to the one to one-on-ones you get what i mean yeah i really i could not pick between the four of them it's so they're all hard. bots that i want to see more of and it's difficult to say in what degree i want to see more of because we saw, saw so, so little, little of them, of them yeah, yeah. I know. What do we do? <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? Do we come back to that one? Or I don't know. I'm not going to make a different decision later. That's the point. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Pick one. I want to say Toron. Yeah. Because of the vertical spinny thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looked cool. It didn't get to do anything. It didn't get to do a vertical spinny thing. Yeah, it didn't yeah. get to vertical spin someone. It's a good time to talk about the show's format now, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It has not been changed since last year at this point. It's tough now to discuss it, knowing that the format may or may not be completely different. It's difficult <laughs> now because... the next season that's just been recorded. <laughs> it's very difficult to discuss it with people who have been there and witnessed a new format or not <laughs> because we're avoiding spoilers desperately. So a very, especially when I'm on um, the Reddit, I'm very cautiously clicking on things. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see someone with, with a trophy and that's yeah. like, ah, oh, 
and then just the list of all the match results yeah. and that's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, the link will just say something like, guess what I saw? So you're like, oh, I wonder what he saw. Click on it. And it's literally just like the winners holding the trophy up or something. And it's like, what? <laughs> As it is, the issue is the amount of robots we wish we saw more of. Eliminating half the competition in one round is a little, eh, it's a bit convoluted. The league system leads to oftentimes multiple rematches uh-huh. and it's a lot of matches for them to be going through in a very short amount of time. Yeah. This is how we're leading to lots of near dead bots at the end. Yeah. And it depends how you look at that. Sometimes we favoured that because it becomes part of the competition as an engineering competition mm. rather than just a how well do you drive your robot competition yeah can you repair it as well at the same time we just mentioned how apollo going into the final were, were basically dead anyway they yeah were in a really poor state they did well to get into a working state by the yeah final, yeah absolutely nowhere near the state they could have been if they were in a better state yeah, I've said the word state so many times. State is state, state. <clears throat> exactly. So we lose half the competitors within the first two matches, and then bots just get trashed, and then we have a grand final with a trashed bot, possibly, and then a bot that's going to win. So the current format is great. I've enjoyed it, but like you say, we're not really getting the chance to see a lot of the bots in full action, and it's quite difficult to get attached to a bot or team only for them to get eliminated within the first couple of seconds and then permanently off the books for the whole series. So are you going to attempt to explain the potential new format that may or may not be happening? I think everyone who's listening can tell that there's probably a new format coming maybe for the next season. Possibly. And the way it's probably going to work is <laughs> there. I'll, I won't lay out the whole thing. There will still be group battles, but it will not be, be a league system anymore that's how much i will say it will be an elimination based system after the group battles yeah similar ish to previous seasons of robot wars from back in the mm. day and it will guarantee every bot a one-on-one that's the best part <laughs> yeah exactly that's the best part excellent so but we will go into more detail when the new series turns up because even the new format is kind of a spoiler in and of itself yeah it's part of the fun and if you're listening to this, you've probably already seen the post on it. So you already know. We probably already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Future grudge matches. What do you want to see? Well, I tell you what, I don't want to see. Right. I don't want to see Apollo versus Carbide again because I don't think I can take it. Yeah, I don't want to see it again unless they are both in separate heats, get yeah. through to the grand final. <clears throat> and exactly. they can do it that way. Unless, That'll be fine. <laughs> unless Apollo turns up in this series and it's just got a massive, impossible to pierce through cover <laughs> covering the entire front of the bot, <laughs> then then I'd like to see it. Well, that's a good point. You, you, you say, oh, I don't know if I want to see that again. Mm. They may have improved themselves to the point where it becomes thrilling. Yeah, exactly. You know, Carbide can't do what they did last time. Apollo if not redeem themselves because they still were incredible in this series but if they really want to stick it they're going to have to turn up basically with apollo redesigned as a carbide killer because they've proven that they can pretty much take out every other bot yeah without major issues yeah. really yeah it's when they've especially after they've faced carbide 
once they face Carbide, it seems like the whole bot is so damaged. But even after they face Carbide before, they still won matches. Oh, they still go on to win. Yeah. They're still in that top league oh, yeah, of they're bots, top tier bots, you know. Yeah. yeah. But man, I just, if they, if I'm going to see Apollo v Carbide, because it was really sad to watch battered, tired Apollo come back as the, uh, wild card and try to get through that heat. I was just like, oh, that's so sad. The thing with future grudge matches is I think they're all going to involve Carbide. I'd like to see Carbide in eruption again. (laughs) Carbide has made a lot of enemies. I'd like to see Carbide and Aftershock again. That's for sure. Were there any other, like, pure enemies? I suppose the way things went down with Sabretooth and Aftershock, that'd be cool to see them again. Aftershock going too far and annihilating Sabretooth. Unnecessarily, almost. That was the other thing we never spoke about with the Aftershock team. Ruthless. Absolutely ruthless. I mean, it got to the point where it was just sad. It was like going up to a kid who just built their Lego and just throwing it on the floor. Yeah, kicking it over. And then whilst it's all in pieces, still just kicking it around. Oh, God. I think it's such a good bot, and it really was competitive as hell and very practical. I mean, other matches that i'd like to see again four versus concussion yeah i'd like to see they really gave it to each other and that was a epic brawl yeah concussion would probably have the edge if they really got their control in order that's where they had issues was with the drive mostly so you think if they had issues with drive and they Mm. still beat thor twice yeah was it four's four made one mistake went close to one time too many went in for the attack and then that's all it took be pretty interesting to see with all of that in mind how both teams would approach that battle yeah i want to see how both teams have evolved since uh last yeah. time that's a it's a potential match we could yeah. very well see it they're both very good bots so they're both bots that you could see getting through and having one-on-ones best returning bot so speaking of four <laughs> i i just went with four really i just want to see four all the time but i mean not only did Four was great in the heat. It was a really competitive heat. Still put up a huge fight. And you have to remember, Axbot. So still using this weapon that's not being phased out or fashioned out, but they're still having to find a workaround for other, for attacking spinners and things like that with an Axbot and stuff like that. But he's stuck with his original design. And I don't know why, but it's an incredibly charismatic bot. Whenever Four's on the screen, I just feel compelled to cheer. So I went with Thor. Last year, we went with Thor as the best returning robot. This year, I went with Carbide because they returned and won. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with that. Okay, we'll go with Carbide. <laughs> best returning Came back robot. and wrecked everything. <laughs> I don't know if you can get any better returning to Robot Wars. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, next is probably one of our toughest ones yet because this season was full of ruthlessness. Oh. Ruthless aggression. It really was ruthless <laughs> aggression. Gabriel got the best sportsmanship award last uh-huh. year. Who the hell gets the best sportsmanship award this year? This year has been spinners just attacking bots during countdowns. It's been pretty brutal. My thoughts are either... Cherub or Thor for being gracious in defeat and not going crazy over anything. Yeah. Just both both seem seeming chilled out and happy in the face of defeat. Yep. I went with uh 
cherub on this one. Yeah, yeah I think that's a good. It's a pacifist bot to begin with, but also the team have carried on their father's attitude towards the competition, where you're there to win, you're not there to win and destroy the other bot entirely, no matter what. It's this, a points winning bot, isn't it? That's at, all it is. At this rate, this is going to be the Team Saint Award because they have really won is. it twice. We now. can rename it for them, yeah. They are great at designing bots that aren't aggressive but still win, if that makes sense. Most potential. What bot do you see that has the most potential? Who did we do last year? It's the only one I haven't written down for some reason. Which would have been. I can't. I don't know why. So I was going to have to go back and listen to that because that's one of the best ones to talk about because we could have actually seen how whether there done. was any potential. So I have gone with Pulsar, most potential. That's probably what we went with last year. St- yeah, probably. Uh, the drum's still a bit delicate, but that bot must have a championship in its future. Must do. Maybe. Who maybe, have you maybe. gone with? Who have you gone with, man? Are you? I put either Rapid. Mm-hmm. Or concussion, yeah. I feel like concussion. If concussion, concussion yeah. got to the finals, yeah, with drive issues. Mm. Now, without the drive issues, they could have been running through people. Yeah, what? Could, yeah, how good could they be? Yeah. Okay, I feel confident with that. Should we go with concussion? Concussion, I feel like it is. That's yeah, a good, yeah, a good middle ground because rapid kind of didn't get a, a chance, but yeah. pulsar and concussion—they're both uh, vertical drum spinners. They are, Ooh. and drum spinners. It's. The curse of the drum spinner, really, isn't it? Drive issues and things like that. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, Always all the potential. There's always that humming noise. As soon as you see one connect with a bot, that bot is finished. Oh, it does some of the most beautiful uppercut impacts. The yeah. way the opponent shoots off of them is, is mm. so satisfying to watch because they launch into the air. When they're close to the ground, like, for example, Pulsar is, a bot tends to try and drive over them and obviously they're driving over an incredibly fast barrel that's spinning crazy style. And all you see is usually just a spark or a clip or just a, a knock. And that bot is now inexplicably dead. Such a good design. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. Next. Mm-hmm. Most original. <laughs> now, I wonder if we'll get the same one. This is going to be good. Now, last year we went with Terra Turtle. This year I was gonna say Jellyfish, but then I thought, Wait a minute, yep. Miss Nightshade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Miss Nightshade. Yeah. Now, not on the screen for long, but definitely left a lasting impact. This was designed to be a robot flower that opens and the petals would just <laughs> rapidly slap down on the ground, <laughs> hitting everything. It made no sense. <laughs> it was so, it was, it was the Salvador Dali painting of Robot Wars. It was, crazy i didn't know whether to be impressed or depressed looking at it because it was so bizarre. it was bonkers it, there was nothing like it and there will never be anything like it no because it, it was, was very crazy but it man. was a robot flower that bloomed aggressively <laughs> i've never seen anything like it. no i think it's great and it was such a good experiment the design do you know what i mean oh yeah it was great i love, I love their claims that it was unflippable which is one of the weirdest claims I've ever heard. Especially since I'm pretty sure it promptly got sent all over the place <laughs> yeah, during yeah. that match. It was a wreck. Yeah, all the petals were bent out of shape and stuff. But the point of it was, it was very original. That totally was, unlike 
anything else. It must have been the product of a fevered dream. Because <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Next in our list of awards that need renaming, it's the mm-hmm. What the Hell Happened Award. Ah, oh, the TWTHHA Award. <laughs> Yeah, I realise now that I added the word award on the end, so now it's technically the What the Hell Happened Award Award. <laughs> Last year we went with Foxic because it just it barely made any um, impact whatsoever. It yeah, out it had all before. that build up and stuff, and then it was a very economically driven bot that yep. didn't make much of a lasting impact. Unfortunately, yep. this year who have you gone with? Oh no, this is this is going to be quite interesting, and it's going to be um, it's going to throw a bit of a spanner in the works. But uh, my the What the Hell Happened Award goes to the arena. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm, scrap any... Don't You don't even need to hear my nominees. That is perfect. Yep. What the hell happened the to arena the arena? takes the award. My God. The amount of... I mean, they built the arena to handle fighting robots, but they were not prepared for just how powerful some of these bots were. And we had bots getting wedged underneath the floor flipper we had the pit not being able to withstand the weight we had a bot shoot through the wall we had bits of bots through the glass we had um a bot land onto the floor panel and take the floor panel out twice twice (laughs) i mean on one of the best rivalries and surely one of the best grudge matches that can happen in the future would be aftershock versus the arena (laughs) (laughs) they should just put aftershock in an empty arena and just have at it I don't know who would win. Probably I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's my answer for that one. The next one is one of the big awards, best match. Match of the series, not match mm. of the year anymore if two are going to be in 2017. Well, exactly. But match of the series, mm-hmm. best match. Last year, it went to Carbide versus TR2. That was great, that match was. It was a very solid match. Very, it very really good. did solidify TR2 as one of the most superiorly driven bots ever. So, who did you go with? Because there was actually a lot of close to five-star matches. They were really epic matches. I went with Aftershock versus Eruption from the final because it was great. Aftershock versus Eruption grand final episode. Yep. Brilliant. Good choice. Fantastic, fantastic match. It was an epic brawl. We had... We were talking bots on their last legs here. Bots that had been through hell. The amount of drama that had gone before this mm. match at this point now. From way from the heats, you know, yeah. all the way to this point. We had uh the arena getting its ass kicked again. We had zombie bot mode. We had a epic brawl that had to be paused halfway through and kept, you know, all of these different factors just for for what a short, you know, because obviously the matches are very short, and it feels like nowadays they get shorter and shorter and shorter. This felt like the match had gone on for so much longer than it actually did, because there was so much action packed into it. Yeah, longest three minutes in the world, but mm. didn't want it to end either. No, I wanted them to keep fighting. Fight forever. Clap, 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 and clap. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, and it's just two really good bots. I would like a repeat of that match. Yep, definitely. Yeah. We talked about the grudges earlier on grudge matches. I'd love to see Aftershock. New Aftershock versus New Eruption. That would be so good. Next, best episode. Last year, mm-hmm. we went with the fourth episode of that season, which was Apollo's episode. And that's because of Apollo and that's what Apollo achieved. Apollo, um, yeah. Great moments Yeah, Apollo gave us. 
What did you put for your best episode? My best episode was week three. It had Concussion, four, Heavy Metal, Foxic, Mr. Speed Squared. It had four versus Concussion. Sir Killalot Frisbeed, Mr. Speed Squared. That was a cool moment. Was Mr. Cool. Speed Squared tried to travel through time. That was a cool moment. That was very cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, yeah, I, I think there was a lot packed into that episode and a lot of drama, drama that then carried over into, you know, the grand final. So I'm going with that episode. Okay. What are you going with? I went predictable, but I just went with the final because it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we had the arena imploding pretty much every match that Aftershock was involved in. Yep. We had Carbide annihilating. We had that really tense final match between Carbide and Eruption, where it looked like Eruption may just maybe be able to do something. We had Eruption being Eruption. We had Apollo getting destroyed, poor buggers again. Oh, dear. Yeah. Matches being restart. Because of the amount of issues oh, with the God. arena, yeah, yeah, I can it's, feel that. Yeah, it's it. There were this was a tough one because all the episodes, no, there was no dud episode. Oh really, God, no, no, so. no, no. Every episode had something happening in it. Yeah, I'll go with that. Let's give it to the grand final. Okay, but it is it delivered. Uh, so many could be awarded that. Yeah, I was almost like, let's go in between and just pick five. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever that was. It didn't matter because all the episodes were course, that yeah, good. We really, could pick any of them. Yeah, yeah, really solid. Oh yeah. Biggest upset. So last time we went with mm-hmm. Thor mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. Shockwave, mm. which is when Thor had been dominating the heat. Mm-hmm. Shockwave just been making it through, got destroyed by Thor during their league match, mm-hmm. but then it managed to beat Thor in a very surprise win in the final for that heat. This year, I'm between two matches. Both I, involve the same robot. I'm, I guarantee it's going to probably be this one, but you go ahead. I'm with Cherub yeah. versus either PP3D or Behemoth. Now, I went with something totally different. Really? <laughs> yeah. What did you go with? Jellyfish versus Sabretooth. Nah. Oh, no, wait, I put that there as well. So <laughs> I, had three, I had three matches down. <laughs> Next line down, Jelly versus Saber. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see where you're coming from with the Cherub matches because such a pacifist bot delivering over and over again despite everything was you know 3d knocked it through the wall and it still won it still won (laughs) jellyfish versus Sabretooth is the match that shouldn't have been with the winner that shouldn't have been exactly everyone fully expected jellyfish to just get nuked it was such a strange match to watch as well because obviously the drum was put on back to front so they couldn't uppercut jellyfish's Jellyfish went over it and it just sort of swarmed over it and covered it and blanketed it and just controlled it from there. Pushed it around and gripped it. It was such a strange way for a bot to fight and it worked. And then Jellyfish won a match. Against a good robot. A good bot. Even with the barrel on wrong, it's still a Jellyfish victory that shouldn't have happened. I but can't did. argue with it. Yeah. It's one this way. It's the one both of us put down. Yeah. It's got to be Jellyfish versus Sabretooth. I really am a bit of a jellyfish mark on this. Not only does it kind of represent that everyone can build a bot and all that good stuff, but the design of the bot was actually quite strange. It really <laughs> it was just so strange. Yeah. It was just this flat. It looked almost like a 
torn up elaborate yeah. changing mat. Exactly. It's just this flat white thing with colour all over it. No one expected jellyfish, basically. No one went in planning to deal with jellyfish. And it kind of showed. See, by the time I got, I arrived at the live show, jellyfish had long gone. Mm. So when I heard people talk about it and they were like, oh, it was just like a big jellyfish. And I was like, mm, in my head, it did not look like that. No, no. <laughs> it, it, did like, not it didn't look, look like, like a jellyfish much, did it? No. <laughs> I don't know. It looked so strange. It was like a spaceship from like a 50s comic book or something. It was just odd, yeah, weird, by flat strings. thing. Yeah, exactly. Just, I don't know. Oh, so cool. Yeah. So I think we can agree. Jellyfish delivering the biggest upset. Most memorable moment. Oh, there is only one moment this can be. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> We've said that a couple of times now. What? I hope. Last year, yep. it was Apollo flipping the house ropes. Absolutely. And that made perfect sense because that was totally awesome. This year, I've gone with the event which I've called Aftershocked. Yes. Which is <laughs> that piece of Aftershock being launched through the first layer of the arena glass not just a chunk but the logo of the bot the The right way up speared through the glass so that the logo was still completely visible it was almost like carbide just left a signature it was incredible (laughs) by doing it it was almost like a clue in a murder scene you could get like a cannon, custom made for firing pieces of aftershock, all <laughs> all saying aftershock on it, yeah. and just launch hundreds at, at the at the wall, and you'd yeah. never get that moment. No, you'd was, never get it. It was so perfect, one in a billion, yeah. perfect piece of destruction footage that can be used for years to advertise oh, robot wars. That will just keep reappearing again and again and again. Now, every single highlight reel has to include that. It is the highlight. From since Robot Wars was rebooted last year, this is the highlight. Mm. That is insane. We've seen house robots be beaten up before. It's still fun, sure. Yeah. Especially with the new new and bigger. Yeah. We've seen robots ridiculously on fire. We've seen robots be smashed to pieces, explode almost. We've never seen anything like that. No, that was incredible. You can't recreate it. There's no circumstances that allow for that to happen. And yet we saw it. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna regret saying this because no doubt something next season will end up beating it. But it oh, feels yeah. like nothing can get more extreme because if it went any further, if anything bigger than this happened, mm. you're, you're decapitating a member of the audience or something. Exactly. It's too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just the right amount of robot violence. Everything about it was perfect. It's such a good moment. Mm-hmm. I could just replay gifs of that all day. A true O'Shunt moment. We now move on to a bit more of a difficult one, really. The worst match. So last year, this was very easy. And I think, in fact, we probably created this award to accommodate. It was Foxic versus Mr. Speed Squared. Yeah. Where they didn't do anything. Both bots avoided each other, were very economical with what they did. As a result, Noel Sharkey panned the match, and rightly so, and... I think the, the Fox, it kind of took the brunt of it when shame. it came to the criticism, which was a bit unfair. As a result, we created this award. This year, not so easy. No, you'd expect of all the matches, there would be at least one that's an absolute bore fest that, was a, that would be an easy decision. 
I've had to go with my choice more due to controversy surrounding the match than the match itself. Mm-hmm. I went with Ironside 3 versus Pulsar. That is the match where they were counted down, or I can't remember exactly how it went down now. They were either counted out or they weren't counted out, but it was where well, the uh, countdown clock was The countdown showing. clock went off, so they were like, oh, they're counting them out, but they weren't counting them out? Something along those lines, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, apologies for not remembering exactly how it went, but the result of the match had to end up essentially being a draw because yeah. the result, as it happened, didn't work due to a technical failure. I'll go with that. I'll agree with you on that one. And I think it's not because of the bots at all. No. It's 100% uh, production error and the controversy surrounding it. And, you know, I like controversy and I love it when crazy juicy stuff's happening in on the series. But that I felt so bad for the Roboteers there. There was no easy way to go about it. You've got one result that isn't fair. Basically. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that is that is kind of shocking, isn't it? Yeah, doesn't happen very often. And no. considering the absolute chaos that happens on Robot Wars, it's very impressive that things like that don't happen. That's a one bad moment amongst a billion pretty cool moments. So it's not too bad. And like we say, it's not the Roboteers and it's not the bots. It was a production error. It's a shame, really. It's not much that can be done about it now. No, they made up for it as much as they could. Exactly. Before we go on to the the big award, the Hall of Fame award, the Hall of Fame. Let's get the Hall of Flame out the way. The Hall of Flame. This wasn't as easy this year as it was last year. Chompalot got it last year because it it just it kept dying. It like fell apart and then it was on fire. Oh my god! And then god, it had to be outside. It was, yeah. just it was like exploding. It was so bad they had to remove it from the arena. And again, we kind of created the award almost to accommodate the bot at that point, you know? I think we've also got, I believe, Nemesis from the first series ended up in there because from the original series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got oh, because they were literally on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that is so like the perfect. Good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, yeah, this year no one exploded particularly. Was anyone even on fire at all? No. No fire. I went mm-hmm. with the too fast for their own good hyper crazy Mr. Speed Squared, who were going so fast that they started to lift off and then would just come crashing down into the arena floor and sparks and bits of them would fly everywhere. That's a good choice. Yeah. It's a good choice. Who'd you go with? I had five nominations because I couldn't choose. Oh, God. <laughs> One was Coyote, who were in pieces by the end of it. The they got mangled, off. yeah. The yeah. saw, the chainsaw at the back fell off and that yeah. was gone. I went with Worm because all of their wheels got taken off oh, and yeah. the front of it got taken off. Yeah. There wasn't much left of it. I even put as an honourable mention Aftershock because <laughs> yeah, they, they, did they kind were of, essentially a yeah. shell by the, yeah. from the damage they took. Frostbite. Oh, that got trashed yeah <laughs> absolutely shattered literally yeah. shattered literally that's why you don't make your butt out of something that's going to shatter i suppose and Sabretooth after they got annihilated yeah by they had a they rough one totally yeah. wrecked by aftershock yeah and now we've added mr speed squared into the mix yeah we've got six nominees crikey Who, how do we pick one i think it's between mr speed squared and frostbite yeah frostbite did get shattered i think the thing is 
I found Mr. Speed Squared funnier. That's that good. was my thing. That is a good point. The thing about Frostbite is you look at it and it's like, yeah, of course it's being destroyed. It's going to get shattered. A spinner is going to shatter It would be that. almost unfair. It would be like if I entered a glass vase into, yeah, exactly. into the arena and went, hey, look, look how <laughs> great it got smashed. Of course it did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, with Mr. Speed Squared, they revved it up so much. Like, I don't know. Again, it's probably impossible to test because it's so dangerous, but... Their spinner was so powerful, but the bot just could not keep on the ground. It was constantly... Its primary mode of transportation was flying through the air dangerously. (laughs) (laughs) And the amount of times it came crashing down. Do you remember the wobble as it would start to go? Oh, God, yeah, just wobble, and then it just stopped going up. Yeah. (laughs) Like a UFO. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I liken it to it was trying to travel through time by spinning round really fast. Like at the end of that Superman movie where it has to reverse time. But I can definitely see where you're coming from with all your picks. There was no one who was particularly on fire, but there was a lot of people that got trashed, especially in like the carbide unit. <laughs> it's Hall of Flame Award should go to the arena. Oh God, yeah. That should be at least a nomination. Yeah. The arena got battered. The arena got battered more than anyone. Lost a floor panel, lost a side panel. How many times did they have to restart matches? The arena that yeah. didn't get, that didn't end up destroyed in some got way. Pierced. The glass got pierced. Man, that's a good point. The flipper. Yeah. <laughs> Even the pit cover that got, um, started to give way, didn't it? Well, oh, this made this 10 times more difficult. Yeah. Now I don't know who to pick or what to pick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> okay. So, mm, this would be the second award to go to the arena, wouldn't it? It's true. But it is tempting. It's very tempting. Do we enter one robot and the arena into the Hall of Flame? Because the the arena, it's a season-wide thing. It's probably going to keep happening. It's going to keep getting killed. We can't... <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. We are going to um, see a lot more of the arena taking a battering as time goes on. So, arguably, the arena would win it every year <laughs> from now on. Does it get... So. Does it beat... Does it get an honourable entry into the Hall of Flame for being destroyed for being all the time? being wrecked all the time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Which bot do we go with? I think Mr. Speed Squared because it's the funniest. <laughs> it really was. Do you remember? He was like, if I lose, I have to marry my wife. <laughs> That's it. No, that <laughs> comment alone, that puts it into the Hall of Flame. That is perfect. If he loses, he has to marry his partner, was the running joke. If there's ever a physical Hall of Flame... There'll be a, a little model of Mr. Speed Squared with just that quote next to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that'll be it. Do you remember, like, was it Dara trying to figure it out? He's like, so you want to win or you don't want to win? <laughs> yeah. like, nothing made any sense about the team or the bot. It was like mad genius. Wasn't he a doctor? Was that it? Was he a cardiac surgeon, Mr. Speed Squared? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. But then all the promo material for him was like him as like a doctor about to put you like under, an, and as, you know, put you out for the surgery and stuff like that oh just everything about mr speed squared was completely off the wall so definitely perfect. worthy perfect hall of flamers yeah congratulations mr speed squared and the arena for being in the hall of flame <laughs> but it's now time for the activate podcast hall of fame ceremony without any ceremony last year we inducted apollo carbide Thor, Glitterbomb, and TR2. Apollo and Carbide were automatically entered. Mm-hmm. The rest were our picks. The way it works, again, to remind everyone, you, 
Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. The two grand finalists automatically go through. So first and second place are automatic Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. We then get two choices each out of the rest of them. If our choices match, then that's fine. Basically, up to four others will end up being inducted. So the automatic entry into the Hall of Fame is Eruption, because they came second place. Yep. Carbide are already in the Hall of Fame. So they've now got two Hall of Fame awards. An honorary Ric Flair award. Anyone who, anyone who gets into the grand final twice or more will be an honorary Ric Flair award. It's going to be awkward when it's like we're on... Series five of the new series, and um, Carbide just exactly. And at this point, which is like, and again, Carbide. But the hall of the hall of fame is its own thing. It's not nec- It's not just. It's not an award. It's a. It's a hall of fame. Exactly. So Carbide are already there. Mm-hmm. They don't technically get inducted again, but they get the honourable mention mm-hmm. for being the winners this time. Yeah. Maybe if, if there was a physical hall of fame, they'd have a little star next to them. Maybe a little yeah. picture of Ric Flair putting his thumbs up. Like okay. Two-time hall oh, of fame yeah. as well done. Good job. Eruption, they get their automatic entry. Congratulations. I probably would have picked them anyway. Oh, big time, yeah. Their heat alone of them dominating was hall of fame worthy. And their performance was fantastic. Huge improvement on last year, and it was still a great bot last year. But now it comes to our choices from this season to go into the hall of fame. Tell me your first choice. It's going to be Aftershock. I also picked Aftershock. Aftershock is such a dangerous bot. I consider Aftershock a certainly potential future champion. Last year they got to the grand finals with um, Shockwave. This year Aftershock, and they've only they've only improved. They've only done better. It's only upwards they seem to be going. And I think their aggression, their performance, the design of the robot. I mean, Aftershock has been. A huge part of this whole episode. How many of our awards have at least mentioned Aftershock? Exactly. It's just been such a cornerstone of the series, hasn't it? It's done really, really well. And huge character and huge player for this season. Mm. Easy, easy, easy induction into the Hall of Fame. Aftershock. Who's your second choice? My second choice, I am going to... I'm going to go with Ironside Free. You haven't. Hey! There you go! Either way, it's nice. It's nice to have fewer entries into the Hall yeah. of Fame each time. It makes, makes it more it... prestigious. Yeah, <laughs> we're economical with the places, which gives them a tremendous sense of value. Ironside <laughs> Free had this habit of basically backhanding a bot that was in front of it. Such a, a blunt design. They almost gave Carbide a run for their money with mm-hmm. a very, very close shot. Yep. Vastly improved over last time. If you, I, th- I believe. Last season, they lost to Pulsar. This season, they beat them? They did get nuked by Pulsar in the previous one, didn't they? Yeah, this time they beat Pulsar. I am right, right? Well, I'm trying to... Oh, here we are. Ironside versus Pulsar, Ironside free win. So they got... Yeah, because they fought Pulsar in the final of the heat this year. And if I go... I wrote it down. They battered Gabriel and lost to Pulsar via judge's decision the previous year. So Ironside Free is building a little reputation for itself here. It's doing well. It's yeah. Again, another one that's just improving every year. What more can we say? It got to the grand final, mm-hmm. beat a big contenders like Pulsar. It got through a heat that was, what, Pulsar, Ironside, Supernova. I want to say there was another spinner in there. Yeah, they had Apex, Worm. Remember Worm? I remember Worm. <laughs> no, it was it was a stacked heat, and there was a lot of competition in there. And Ironside Free just 
sheer blunt brute forced its way through. There's nothing pretty about Ironside 3. But it's, it's a hell of a job. Just an aggressive bot. So yeah, well learned, definitely. They are our un- in- inductees. Great. So they are our <laughs> inductees into the Hall of Fame this year. Eruption, Aftershock, Ironside 3, Carbide being one of the auto mm-hmm. entries again. Yeah. The top four all made it in. The big four. The big four, but they all deserved it. And there it is. That is our retrospect overview of the first series of 2017, which, I mean, one thing it definitely had over the 2016 series was sheer brutality. Oh, this was a far more aggressive lineup. Everything's been fine-tuned. Yeah, big time. Spinners, particularly of that power as well, you don't get them on the live circuits. Oh, no. So everything that's been going on for the past decade or more since Robot Wars went off the air originally hasn't really involved spinners. So last year it was more of a it was a test run for most of them. Mm. It was the first time any of them had really been used. Now they've been perfected more and this is where you get things like carbide mm-hmm. slaughtering and being your you know Brock Lesnar like yeah pure destruction. Oh machines. big time. Absolutely. Now last year we gave the full series a rating of 4.5. How does this match up? Mm. As a full season as a whole as an entity Four and three quarters. Four and three quarters. Four As we are so close. Five. It has to perfection. Improved. It has. And there was so much drama and action packed into it. If we're going to take off 0.25, it's probably going to be... There's a lot of restarts. Controversy. Controversial yeah. decisions. But not necessarily controversial decisions. Controversy caused by errors and it's just technical issues technical i mean like issues. didn't we have two draws this season i think so yeah. you know stuff like that but i mean none of that really detracted from the fact that this was carnage such a competitive series i think it was a moment where dara had a moment aside where he was just wondering just how powerful these bots are going to get because they're going to get stronger and more violent <laughs> what what are we going to see in the coming years. It's going to be scary, though. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very scary. They're going to have to add another pane of glass around the arena at this rate. At this rate, people won't be allowed to no, attend. No, they have to watch via satellite. <laughs> the secure location deep underground <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> Watching it, like, through reflections of titanium. <laughs> so you know, that's the only way you can safely watch it. <laughs> And also, like, with technology getting better and better, because every year there is more technology. So not only are the bots going to get better, but the production's going to get better. I think we're going to see a lot more eventually of first, not first person, first bot perspective, I guess. (laughs) You know what I mean? mean. We see it from the eyes of the um, house bots a lot. I wonder how long it'll be until we start to see it from the perspective of the bots themselves. Oh, so much to look forward to. Yeah, I can't wait. But obviously, for the love of God, no spoilers in our general direction. All you lucky people who got to see it live. Please don't spoil it for us. Please don't spoil it. Jesus Christ, don't spoil it. I want to see the show. (laughs) I'm going to be so delicately clicking on different posts and and Twitter responses for the next coming months. Yeah, that leaves a point. I wonder when this next one will air. Maybe. How long does it take to edit? Point. Quite a process. I reckon months. 
it'll be months. It'll be August, September, probably, maybe October. Even. Absolutely. Look at that spring and autumn series, yeah. by the looks of it. Or spring and late summer, maybe. But it doesn't matter because we'll still be here. We've got loads and loads of material still oh, to review. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> we've got to look at... We're still in the middle... Well, I say the middle. Right at the beginning of the original Series 2 from the mm-hmm. 90s, we need to look at BattleBots, really. Yeah. I say... People keep saying this, don't we, they? When it comes to BattleBots, we, maybe we'll prioritise the two most recent series first since the revival so we can be up to date with current BattleBots. And then we'll look at older ones at yeah. some point in the future. Exactly. As well. Else we've got like old Battle Wars, new Battle Wars, old Robot Wars, new Robot Wars. Of- <laughs> I start to get confused. Doesn't take a lot. Someone uh, asked me like, oh, did you attend that Robot Challenge event? I was like, no, God. No, all I've been doing <laughs> is sitting watching old episodes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what year is it? Yeah, exactly. It's, hard, it's, <laughs> it's so much content. Which is good. It means we're going to stay in business for a while. So we absolutely, don't have to worry about that. We're never going to run out of stuff to review, so that's quite nice. Yeah, easily. Yeah, and even with all that done, we seem to go on excavations through YouTube and just find weirder and stranger <laughs> well, stuff to yeah, review. Nineteen ninety four, which means we're going to end up having to do ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven. Mm-hmm. I think all exist as well. Exactly. Can't ignore them now that we've done ninety nope. four. Nope. Good lord. So we've got a bit of a task ahead of ourselves. Right, we are on Twitter at Podcast Activate because someone already had at Activate Podcast. We aren't bitter about it at all. You can email us activatepodcast at gmail.com. We do read out and we reply and we like to have stuff to say on the show. We didn't even do a mailbag this episode. We just kind of ran straight into it. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think well, most of my um, tweeting has been revolved around things like um, posting replays of the week, which involve great things like uh, Detonator doing nothing. Uh, I've also done lots more of the who would win little scenarios. Let's see here, I did who would win Carbide or Phil Mitchell. That actually ended in a tie. Really? Yep. Wow. So that would be a close battle between Carbide and Phil Mitchell. What else did we have? We had... Carbide versus Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Carbide just took the edge there. Carbide versus Megazord. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, let's have a look. Carbide took it there. Carbide versus um, Apocalypse. Marvel's Apocalypse. Uh, that one went towards no one. No one voted in that one. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of our tweets have also been about Eurovision Song Contest. So, I mean... Also things like um, how one of the original spinners was started up back in the USA. I think it was during the 95 or 96 Robot Wars. Did you see that, Jim? Yeah, he actually had to... Uh, he was like a drill. He had to get out there and get it going. Did you recognise who it was? Who was it? I can't make that out. Who is it? Can't make out who it is. No. So he's got a um, little beret on. I thought that meant you knew. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let's see if I can bring a picture up on my phone. He's got a mustache. Hang on. Or big goatee, I suppose. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Mythbusters. Oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah. You go down, it's like, it's in, it's in the first, first paragraph, is, well, second paragraph, he's known among Robot Wars devotees for his robot entry, Blendo, which was deemed too dangerous. Funny entry. that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
and that was what he came up with. <laughs> so he put the drill in. So <laughs> then he might as well have just entered himself. Because <laughs> that's how dangerous that is. <laughs> Insanity. Wow. We'll get to that one day as well. Yeah. Oh, God. That's very, very, very unnerving. There's all the stuff you're missing out if you're not following us on Twitter. All of the, all the wit. And obviously, we did a lot of posts about the Eurovision. Of course, naturally. Yeah. It's funny how Eurovision and Robot Wars kind of overlapped there. A lot of people tweet who tweet about Robot Wars really got <laughs> into Eurovision, Eurovision this year, which was quite good. Um, Theatrical competition. It's got to be, hasn't it? It's basically the singing version, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. And we will see you when we next review something. Probably an episode from the 90s. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>